Welcome back to Latino Corazon. My name is Marina Castillo, and this is going to be the Travel Across the Country series. And this is uh, something I've been thinking about for a long time. I've always wanted to do this. But not only travel, I've traveled across the country many times, but this is the first time I've done it by myself. So this is my solo trip. And I'm very, very excited about it. Uh, no fear. I am beyond excited. I had a plan. But um, today is June 20th, 2018. decided to take this trip on my own. Not because I don't like the company, because I really do take my own little trips. So I thought it's perfect time to go and do this by myself. My car is good. should be okay. My plan was to leave at 4 or 5 a.m. Because that's what I've done in the past. When you get on the road, have a long drive before it's even 9 o'clock. For some reason, I didn't get on the road until like 7, 7.30. Who cleans an entire basement, an entire house, from top to bottom, organizes every single bin with all my art supplies before I leave on a trip? Of course, I was looking for some things to take on the trip. So I was up till 2 a.m. thinking I was going to get up at 4 a.m. Didn't work. I didn't get on the road till 7. And then I wanted to visit a friend in Kansas City, Missouri. I was very excited to meet her and see her. She has the cutest house I've ever seen. Um, we had a great lunch, a great visit. So six hours, I drove six hours from St. Paul to Kansas City, Missouri. And it flew by so fast. The music was incredible. The drive was so pleasant. Of course, my car is like, it's like I'm... I feel like I'm floating on a cloud driving my car. It was so comfortable. That lumbar support and everything. The whole sound system. Yes, I'm brand new. Gotta have a decent car to travel across. I, I do love to drive, though. I love long drives. But I have to be the driver, not the passenger. And I thought I'd listen to podcasts. And I've just been cranking the music. It's been so nice. So after... Kansas City, Missouri. By the way, Kansas City, Missouri, I've never been there. It was so beautiful, so green. It really reminded me of Minnesota, but Minnesota is flat. Well, yeah, there's no hills or mountains, so it was kind of nice to see all these valleys and this green side. This friend of mine, she sends me a text message and says, um, you know, what do you want? What would you like for lunch? We could do a late lunch. And I said, you know, I'm pretty easy, whatever. And she says, you want Casey chicken? Or Casey barbecue or something here at my house. And all I could think of is, I really don't want Kentucky fried chicken. I can't handle that on my drive. And when I drive long distance like that, I really like to eat zero salt and hydrate, etc. Because I've had some experiences where that was not fun driving that length of time. A little inflammation in the attic is not very good. So... I said, you know, I, I, I thought, no, I don't really want, you know, KFC. And she says, okay, great. I have a great idea. I'll do I'll do something. I'll think of something. As I'm getting closer to where she lives, I'm starting to see KC everywhere. I just never can say KC. Well, it's Kansas City. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I'm about to miss out on Kansas City barbecue which is what they're known for. I thought, oh, I really blew it. So I get to her house and I tell her, I said, I thought you met, you thought Kentucky Fried Chicken. She says, oh gosh, I would never buy Kentucky Fried Chicken. So anyway, 
it'll have to be for another time. I'll have to try it. I'll have to try some KC barbecue, as they call it. I love their music in my band. I should have interviewed her for the podcast. She had a great story of, uh, of her family's, uh, her family's migration story and then immigration story. That was incredible, but for another time. I'm off to Pratt, Arkansas, where I knew I would be staying, because then that's about 10 hours into my drive, and I thought, I don't want to drive anywhere now. Plus, it was getting dark, because I ended up staying at the other house for quite a few hours. I met Pratt, Arkansas, and you get out of the car, and the smell is right, because it's, you know, it's uh, cow country, and stockheads, and so the smell, and it's kind of warm outside, and there's a breeze, so wow, it's like, wow, it's like I'm back in Norco, California, that live breeze. I'm trying to find a nice way to say it. It also reminds me of the farm. When we go to the farm, it smells like that. Well, because, you know, you're closer to the cows. But I've kind of gotten used to it over the years. I don't mind it. So I say that it smelled like that in Arkansas, but um, it wasn't bad. I mean, I'm kind of used to it, but it was everywhere. I stayed in, uh, in a nice hotel. So see, right here I sit in the hotel doing my podcast. It's nice to rest. I thought about doing the, this drive long, a long, long time ago. I think until I'm actually doing it, I don't like to tell people what I'm doing because then things fall apart. And so I try to just, you know, just do it and then let people know once I'm doing it. If I had a dollar, every single time somebody said, oh, you shouldn't do this by yourself. That's very dangerous. Or we're really worried about you. And can you make sure you text us? Can you make sure you call? And people, I'm okay. It's fine. My car's brand new. Honda would be in big trouble if anything happened to my car, you know, since it's so new. So I'm good. Again, I feel like I'm floating on a cloud driving in that car. It's so amazing. I should do a commercial for them because it's a lot of money because I absolutely love my car. So I'm excited about this trip for many, many reasons. One of them is there's a lot of immigration protests and marches, etc., going on you know, near and around LA, near the border of Mexico, Tijuana, which I'm hoping to go and be a part of, be a part of the march. So I'm not sure which one yet I'm going to partake in, but um, we know, I think we all need to be doing something to blow this thing up. But this, this trip, you know, I think back when I was a kid and for Latino parents, you know, and I can't, obviously can't speak for everybody, but Mexican parents, I can't speak for Mexican parents. Our moms are, tend to be very, you know, a lot of them grew up in ranchos. If you don't know what a rancho is, look it up. They grew up in small towns, small villages, ranch style. Um, they don't ever, you know, they don't leave these places. And so maybe they do come to America, but there's a lot of fear because... Oftentimes, they didn't speak the language. They never left their little town until they came to this big place called America. And oftentimes, they don't go anywhere to do anything. And I will, okay, I'll just speak for my mom. But I do know a lot of mothers that are the same situation. There's a lot of fear because they don't speak the language. So they tend, and I talked about this a little bit in my intro, that we didn't leave the gate, didn't leave our house. When we were kids, you don't get to go visit, you don't go to sleepovers. What's a pajama party? I like it in America. 
never spent the night at anybody else's house. You know, the closer the parents keep their kids to them, you know, the safer they feel their kids are. And then there's no worry about any situation that they might have to encounter where they might have to speak English. I don't think, you know, people don't think, people don't, it's something people don't really think about. Like when there's a language barrier, there's so many things to consider. You know, every time I put gas in my car coming here, I think about my mom. I think about other relatives that don't speak Spanish, excuse me, English. Every time you, you pick up the pump, it says in English, you know, to enter your zip code or is it a debit or a credit card, etc. I'm always thinking about how the heck does my mom do it? Although my mom says she doesn't speak English, but she does but she she does fine. But I always worry about that. So years ago, literally we couldn't leave the gate. If the only time you left the gate was to go to school and then you come home and you stay on the side of the fence. Friends come on. I had male friends. Friends. Air quotes, friends. That would come over and they had to be on the other side of the gate. This is how silly it is. How silly. Maybe that's how things were in Mexico. I don't know. But they stay on that side of the fence. And if any of them listen to this podcast, they know what I'm talking about. They stay on that side and I stay on this side. And when it's when it gets dark, my mom starts flashing the light like time to come in. I mean, it's, and dang, it was time to go in. I had to stop talking to my friends out of the gate. Okay, see you later. See you next time. Going anywhere by myself, doing anything, that just was unheard of growing up. There's no way, unless you're with your parents, you don't go anywhere. And it, it was kind of frustrating. And I've shared this with my mom that, you know, whenever I return to California, and I come back two or three times a year, and I am like a chingaferito, she says, you're just this, you're running all over the place now. I'm going to San Diego, I'm going to Tijuana, I go to LA, um, I go out to the desert. I mean, you name it, I'm boom, 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 I'm everywhere. I don't like to sit still. And she's always asking me, why can't you just sit? First of all, I'm not going to sit around and watch telenovelas. All so there's, you know, places to go and things to do. And I, one of the things that I shared with her is, I said to her, you know, when I was, I was on lockdown my whole life when I was a kid. And now that I, you know, now that I can go come and go, I'm going to come and go. And she's like, you're right. You should. You should enjoy yourself and just, you know, have fun. She's like, I just like to have you here because I miss you. And I'm like, I know, but I don't want to watch telenovelas. Wow. Again, that's one of the reasons that I love to travel and love to do things because, you know, like I was on lockdown my whole childhood. And Disneyland being, what, 20 minutes? I think it's 20. Today, that's probably two hours worth of travel. But Anaheim is right there near Tijuana. I mean, Anaheim is just, boom, over that mountain or hill, whatever. And you're there. And even there, we couldn't, I mean, unless we went to Tijuana or Tijuana or Loco Magico. Um, of course, I didn't go to Magic Mountain. Wait, Disneyland three times. Redlands, but I love Redlands. But um, and in, in I can't speak for other families, but in El Paso, until you get married and you don't have a El Paso wife, you know, 
you could be very different in how you display it and and that's such an American thing of you know white folks say you're a TV ten for me or whatever so ten for me who knows um, but in our culture you still go to Mexico today and if they're not married they're still living at their house and my yeah it's it's very typical and so now we learn not living there. I loved <laughs> Anyway, so that's one of the reasons that I wanted to travel and do this because I love, I do love, I do love to travel. It feels so good to go cross country. I love seeing the country of country. Arizona is so amazing. Utah, Colorado, New Mexico. I can't get enough of it. And this is going to save a continuous trip and I get to share it with you guys. I've always liked to write. I like stocks and stuff, so books, not books, journal, journal part. Somebody finds it and writes it, and that's it. Whoa, I have three people in my office. Whoa. But this isn't, you know, podcasting is another way to, to document and storytell and all of our story for me. And it's something that I discovered a couple years back on our long road trips to farm. My husband would put in a podcast and, you know, it would be more house, you know, different lessons. And I didn't want to arrive at the farm because I wanted to continue listening to it. Like, this is so powerful. And then I started searching podcasts and there's so many incredible podcasters out there. I've really been encouraged by several of them. One of them being Pepper Compan. She's out of San Diego. I love her. I'm excited to uh, meet her hopefully this this coming weekend. She wants to. So I'm, I'm hoping this is fun and that I get to document my travels. Let's see, did anything happen? Anything exciting happen today? I mean, visiting with my friend was amazing. I can't wait to share those photos. Instagram. You can also find me on Instagram. I don't have my account is private. It's Marina Castillo, Marina Castillo Artist. And on Facebook, I, I do have my podcast is on a Latina, Latino Corazon, and Marina Castillo Artist on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I don't think there's a social media I'm not on. I really enjoy it because it, you know, to me, a lot of I know that I probably bore the heck out of people. Post I used to, before Face needed albums, you know, you just could load all your photos on your status. And I'm sure that I bombarded photos and comments. But now it's nice that you can just put it in an album. And really, I was doing it not to share with the world. I really don't care if people see the photos. But I was doing it as a way to document because it's so nice a year later to go back and see what you were doing. So it's my way of documenting. So just know that when I all these albums that I have on Facebook, on Flickr.com, on other sites are really my way of documenting. And I'll be honest, I think about my grandmother, and my grandmother had Alzheimer's for, I don't know, I want to say the last 10 years. And I think, okay, in the future, I want to remember all of this, even if it's just a picture I want to be able to give me a bias for words and things, but it really wasn't intentional. I wasn't trying to get the world to see my photos. It's always been, always been my way of documenting to help myself. If you go flicker.com under my steel, I mean, I have tons of albums, and and I do have a lot of stuff that's private because you don't want to see 20, 30 photos of the same subject, but I hate ever delete any of them. So I end up making albums and then making them private just so that you don't have to see thousands of the same. When I went to Europe, I, I took, I want to say seven photos, but that's when I was shooting raw too. So that was, that was a lot of photos. And I still like to have my phone, my phone has high resolution to really, so, and I still take my camera everywhere I go. 
research prior not to my arrival. Thank you for listening. Day one of my travel. Nothing too crazy. Well, nothing. It was just a very relaxing day. Just to feel free to listen to this series. Get to subscribe to this channel, to this podcast, to my iTunes. And here again, this is La Blue Corazón.